All right, everybody, if we, we could have quiet, please. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start the portion of our meeting with presentation and proclamations. Uh, Dominic, is your mic on? Uh, can you, yeah. Yes, okay. Uh, uh, first up is uh, Councilman Dominic Impostata. Uh Today we'd like to recognize uh, some, I'm going to say current and definitely future leaders in Jefferson Parish uh, that are part of the YMCA uh, Leaders Club, uh, the East Jefferson YMCA, which is on Riverside Drive uh, in District 4 in Metairie. Uh, today we have, we're recognizing two high school students who were selected to go to Washington, D.C. Uh, for the YMCA Youth Governors Conference uh, to determine how they can take their leadership skills, uh, enhance them, build them, and bring that back to our community uh, to develop other young leaders in our community. Uh, unfortunately, Samuel Ruano, uh, or I shouldn't say unfortunately, uh, he's taking exams right now, so was unable to come today. But Ms. Francis Bustillo is here with us uh, to receive this proclamation on both of their behalves. Uh, so I'd ask the representatives of the YMCA and Ms. Francis, please come forward. Today we render a proclamation recognizing and commending the East Jefferson YMCA Leaders Club, represented by team leaders Francis Bustillo and Samuel Ruano, in being selected to attend the YMCA Youth Governors Conference in Washington, D.C., to present their proposal on, quote, developing hobbies and life skills before college. Whereas with the support of Amazon, the YMCA offered high school students grades freshman through senior in selected cities around the country the opportunity to propose a project that would address a critical issue or need in their communities. And whereas through this program, the YMCA of Greater New Orleans <coughs> had project proposals submitted from all their locations, and whereas the proposals submitted by the East Jefferson YMCA Leaders Club titled Developing Life Skills and Hobbies Prior to College was selected. Francis Bustillo, a junior at East Jefferson High School, and Samuel Ruano, a sophomore at Kenner Discovery, led the proposal along with other teen leaders at the East Jefferson YMCA. And whereas their proposal addresses the issue that high school students are not being prepared to select career paths that may interest them since the focus has been on standardized test scores and antiquated learning practices to attend college. Programs like home economics, carpentry, theater, and other electives were cut and deemed non-essential today. And whereas, in addition to the lack of opportunity for career development classes, their proposal also addresses general hobbies and life skills that are often ignored. Many teens leave high school not knowing basic life skills such as time management, money management, interpersonal skills, and work ethic. And whereas the first step in their proposed solution would be to use the YMCA as a hub to facilitate hobby fairs, career workshops, life skills programming, and healthy entertainment for teens. And whereas Francis Bustillo and Samuel Ruano will represent our local community during the final three days of the YMCA Youth Governors Conference in Washington, D.C., from June 15th through the 17th, 2022, where they will present their proposal to the YMCA Youth Governors, who will then choose three projects that will receive $5,000 in funding. The Jefferson Parish Council hereby recognizes and commends the East Jefferson YMCA Leaders Club, represented by team leaders Francis Bustillo and Samuel Ruano, in being selected to attend the YMCA Youth Governors Conference in Washington, D.C., to present their proposal on developing hobbies and life skills before college. The Jefferson Parish Council also wishes 
that Francis and Samuel good luck when presenting their proposal to the YMCA youth governors. And let me say whether or not you are awarded the $5,000 win, I can tell you right now, District 4 will award you the $5,000 uh, through an agreement with the parish to make sure that that program is implemented. So, uh, so, so congratulations, Francis. You, know you don't have to. <laughs> Council members, parish president, would you join us for a picture? Can you uh, get Samuel his? Thank you. That's big. Next up to presentations and proclamations is our Powers President, Cynthia Lee Shang. If I could have Diane Newman and Scott Cologne come forward. Um, Diane is the Vice President and Brand Manager of WWL Radio, and Scott Cologne is the Digital Content Manager. And we are celebrating a very big milestone in radio broadcasting history. The WWL team has been there for us from our darkest hour during Hurricane Katrina when it devastated our region to our brightest moments when I think um, everybody knows when Jim Henderson's iconic pigs have flown yeah. with the Saints to, to, to go to the Super Bowl. We just watched that this morning and you still get a funny feeling in your stomach and the excitement just comes right back to you. Uh, personally, I feel fortunate to have you all as a trusted partner for us, uh, especially in this past two years where getting information out quickly and reliable was so very critical for the lives of our and, and, and the safety of our community with the pandemic and with Ida. So we all recognize your staff like their family members, people. It comes right into their cars and right into their homes, and, and we're very grateful for you for that. So on behalf of the citizens of Jefferson Parish, I want to read you this proclamation. Whereas WWL Radio was founded 100 years ago on March 31, 1922, as Louisiana's first radio station and the first licensed station in the Gulf South, broadca broadcasting from the campus of Loyola University in New Orleans, and whereas the station, now known as the Big 870, serves as a world-class broadcast and digital operation delivering news, weather, sports, and entertainment to the greater New Orleans area, as well as the entire Gulf South and a large portion of the United States. And whereas WWL is one of the nation's few 50,000-watt AM radio stations awarded a clear signal by the federal government with the power to reach more than 38 states, broadcasting on both 870 AM and 105.3 FM, plus streaming worldwide. <clears throat> and whereas even amid 
the devastation of natural disasters, including Hurricane Katrina and Ida, WWL Radio remained live on the air, weathering a multitude of obstacles, including massive power outages, widespread flooding, and vast destruction. And whereas 100 years later, WWL Radio continues to inform and entertain Jefferson Parish citizens through news, conversation, sports, traffic, and more. And whereas WWL Radio has integrated itself and its news coverage into the local landscape, becoming a crucial lifeline during challenging times, a meeting place for celebrations, a primary source of information, and the voice of our community. Now, therefore, I, Cynthia Lee Shang, Parish President of Jefferson Parish, do hereby recognize and congratulate WWL Radio for its centennial anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. I just want to say thank you to all of you. And, um, you know, when you think about a 100-year history, it's pretty remarkable. And WWL's history is the history of our country. It's the history of the Gulf South. It's the history of Jefferson Parish, Orleans, all of greater New Orleans. And it's your history, and it's my history. And it's an honor for us to serve our communities. And we see ourselves that way as servants of our community, like you. And we do take the partnership seriously, as you do. And we do see you guys as family. And we can't do what we do without you. So thank you. As you thank us, we thank you. Council members, can you come take a picture? Okay, next, if I can have uh, Raphael and Cla Claudia Chabate with the U.S. Coast Guard Auxiliary to please come forward. Okay, and we're also joined by Mr. Greg Norton. So t this proclamation is about something very critical for us. It's about National Safe Boating Week. Um, this is a time to remind all boaters to brush up on boating safety skills and prepare for boating season, which is certainly underway. Here in Jefferson Parish, we're lucky to have many beautiful waterways on which to boat. Certainly the best boating experience is, is safe boating. So um, I looked up the statistics in 2020, which is the last 
uh, statistics that are documented. In Louisiana, we've had 124 boating accidents with 24 fatalities and 105 people injured. So this is um, this week, and, and um, the promotion of national boat, boat safety is very critical to us. So whereas the United States Coast Guard Auxiliary was established by Congress in 1939 with a mission to promote and improve recreational boating safety, and whereas the Auxiliary also provides trained cruising facilities to augment the Coast Guard and enhance security of our ports, waterways, and coastal regions. For nearly 90 million Americans, boating continues to be a popular recreational activity. And whereas safe boating begins with preparation and learning basic boating safety procedures, human error accounts for most boating accidents and wearing life jackets could prevent nearly 86% of boating fatalities. And whereas on average 700 people die each year in boating-related accidents, it is critically important to bring awareness to safe boating and procedures by education, equipment, equipment checks, and sober navigation. Whereas if people are aware of the risk, they are likely to take precautionary measures to protect themselves and their families and friends. Whereas Jefferson Parish supports the goals of safe boating campaign and encourages all boaters to explore and enjoy our beautiful lakes, rivers, and bayous. And whereas Jefferson Parish commends the United States Coast Guard Auxiliary on promoting education for safe boating and for urging boaters to always wear life jackets at all times while on the water so they can have a safe, more fun experience out on the water. So thank you so much. Thank Do you, you want to say much. something, Claudia? Does anybody want to speak? Uh, thank you very much, uh, Ms. Shang, Ms. Lee. Uh, we really uh, appreciate this. And the United States Coast Guard Auxiliary, which is the uniform uh, branch of the Coast Guard, we are very proud of uh, serving the country by uh, enforcing boat safety to all boaters in Jefferson Parish with our flotillas. Thank you. Thank you so much. Council members, can you come take a picture? Okay, somebody can do that. Mr. Chairman, thank you. Thank you for being here. Mr. Chairman. We're fortunate to have Dr. Gray with us today. Um, we have a proclamation today, which is something that's um, very special for us. 
we want to recognize and celebrate several individuals in our Jefferson Parish Schools community. So, uh, Dr. Gray, you want to come up with us? Uh, we're going to honor teachers, new teachers, principals, support staff, and students of the year from elementary, middle, and high schools across Jefferson Parish. Um, great teachers and school leaders, head, headed by Dr. Gray, are very critical to the success of our students. Their passion for educating and supporting Jefferson Parish youth and their willingness to go above and beyond is nothing short of inspirational. So our amazing students have accomplished exceptional academic achievements and carry a passion for helping others and a desire to make the world a better place. So I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Gray so we're going to be able to announce some of your best and brightest. Thank you, Madam President. Uh, Councilman Template, uh, rest of the council. Um, today is an opportunity for us to celebrate some of the good things that are happening in our district. Uh, the past few years have been a challenge for us all, uh, and this year we thought was going to be a little bit easier, but proved to be just as challenging. Uh, to see the people that we're going to be honoring today uh, is something that uh, gives me uh, hope for what we're doing and what we're able to accomplish in some of the most challenging times. And they have done this work with a smile on their face. Uh, and for us to be at this point of the school year, and uh, I'm introducing and, and meeting them as they walk in, and they're all still smiling, just goes to show that who they are as people. Not only are they strong instructionally and in giving kids what they need to know in terms of being successful uh, as a graduate, but also to be just good quality people. And in today's world, that's very refreshing to see. And so uh, Gabe... Uh, termed them our all-star team. So for, for those of you who are familiar with sports, you know, you have a team of really, really good players. And then at the end of the season, we put together the best of the best and, and create an all-star team. This is kind of like our all-star team. But I, I have to say, in order for them to be able to do the work that they have been able to do and to keep that smile on their face, uh, we had to be able to provide fertile ground for them to be able to uh, plant those seeds with our students in order for them to grow. And the reason we're able to do it is because we have a very strong and supportive board. Uh, we actually have a few of our board members here. We have uh, Ms. Diane Schnell, we have Reverend Dr. Ricky Johnson, and we have Mr. Simeon Dickinson here today. But in addition to our school board, uh, all of you have played just as much of a role in, in this platform that our teachers have been able to build on. Uh, we have been a lot, been through a lot together. Uh, as a parish, and y'all have been just as much of a support system for us uh, as anyone else. So I want to say thank you for all that y'all have done. Uh, thank you for taking this opportunity to recognize our hardworking and our hardworking teachers, uh, and uh, I'm sure that they appreciate this recognition. At this time, I invite Gabe to call out the names. So we're going to recognize our first, our teachers of the year. First, we have from Emmett Gilbert School of Excellence, our elementary school teacher of the year, Miss Erin Lyons. No, we're just going to do all in one. Okay, sounds good. Um, all right. When you get, when your name's called, please come up, y'all. Um, next, we have our middle school teacher of the year, Miss Kara Bailey Lee from AC Alexander Elementary. <laughs> Our high school teacher of the year, Ms. Sheena Dilworth from John Aaron High School. Next, we have our three principals of the year. Our elementary principal of the year is Ms. Janine Kulon from Judge Lionel R. Collins Elementary. I don't believe she could be here today. Um, next, our middle school principal of the year, Ms. Lisa Kendricks from J.C. Ellis Elementary. Our high school principal of the year, Ms. Ira Wilson from Straley Community School. 
And Ms. Wilson is actually in the running um, along with Ms. Kara Bailey Lee for our state finalists of the year. So fingers crossed, y'all. Our three students of the year, elementary school student of the year is Ms. Corinne Batiste from Ray St. Pierre Academy. She is not in attendance, but we wish her well. Middle school student of the year, Ms. Hannah Wen from Haynes Academy. She is also not here. She is leap testing, so priorities. <laughs> Our high school student of the year, Ms. Allie Johnson from Patrick Taylor Academy. Our new teachers of the year, elementary new teacher of the year is Ms. Madeline Williams from C.T. Jeanette Elementary. Our middle school new teacher of the year is Mr. Andrew Bullock from G.T. Woods Elementary. Our high school new teacher of the year, Ms. Sarah Gaucher from Higgins High School. And last but not least, our support staff of the year. Our elementary support staff of the year is Ms. Kathleen Carrington from Hazel Park Elementary. Our middle school support staff of the year is Mr. Clarence Yusin from Marrero Middle. And our high school support staff of the year member is Ms. Glynis Rogers from John Errett High School. Let's get everybody in for a picture, the council members and school board members, if you would like to join us. Yes, I just want to close out by saying that although these are the ones that were honored today, uh, all of our teachers, all of our administrators, support staffs, our students uh, need to be applauded for the work that they've done. So thank you again for all that y'all do. Uh, I can love the partnership that we have and hope that it continues uh, to make progress and that it gets even stronger. So thank you. Well, thank you, Dr. Gray. And just for a comment real fast, uh, you know, uh, you said that you were hoping at one point for a normal year. I'm going to say since you came on in 2020 on the COVID, there's been nothing but 
on normal years uh, for you and your staff and your teachers and your principals. So to be able to commend these individuals for moving our education forward in Jefferson Parish through pandemics, through hurricane after hurricane, Zeta, Ida, to be able to stand here, which you said with smiles on their face, is, is a compliment to the parish and the, and the job that your, count, your school board members and y'all are doing. So thank you very much. Good morning, everyone. We're going to go ahead and bring uh, this meeting to order. It is, uh, what time is it? Two after 10. Uh, we're here located at the Jefferson Parish Council meeting on Wednesday, May 25th, 2022, in the General Government Building at 200 Durbany Street in Gretna, Louisiana. We hereby call the meeting to order. Um, at this time, uh, before we do invocation, I, I, I just want, wanted to ask for a moment of silence uh, for the tragedy that has taken place in Texas uh, to have uh, our, our children of our communities uh, lost, as well as teachers, uh, is a true tragedy. And uh, I'd like to ask for a moment of silence, as well as for a good friend uh, as, and our colleague has lost his, his father this last week. Les Bonanno uh, was a good man, a good friend, and a legend uh, in the boxing industry here. So I would like to make sure as we do a moment of silence, we recognize uh, that as well. And I think, Ms. Madam President, you had something to add to the moment of silence. Yes. It is on my part, Mr. Hello. Try now. Yes, thank you. Uh, Mr. Chairman, we also lost one of our employees unexpectedly, Mr. Jesse Chairs. He was a wastewater uh, treatment operator for at the Bridge City Wastewater Treatment Plant. He's been with the parish for 14 years, so we want to remember his family as well. Thank you. Okay, so if we could have a moment. Of, oh, uh, Councilman Benino. And if I could add one more person. So. The Sheriff's Office lost Deputy Chief Donald Peterson, if anyone knew Chief Peterson. He was a physician who volunteered his time. He went on every SWAT roll. He did all the medical training they needed and all did it out of the goodness of his heart. So I would like to remember Chief Peterson as well. If we have a moment of silence, please. Thank you, and at this moment, I will turn the mic over to Councilman Bonanno to introduce uh, his guest for the invocation. 
Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I'm honored to have with us here today, and I'm calling this, I don't normally call him this because he's a friend, but Pastor Ben Francois with Glad Tidings Church. Uh, Ben's been a part of my family for a long time. He actually worked with my dad a long, long time ago. And I got the pleasure of working with Ben when he worked for the state as one of the, on their emergency management team when I was the parish's emergency manager. He's recently been a parish employee. He worked for the transit department, and now he's the director of the Gretna Community Center. And with that, Pastor uh, Francois, if you would lead us in our opening prayer. Good morning, everyone. And could we honor God by bowing our heads? Our Father and our God, we come before you today to give you honor and praise. For you are truly worthy of all our praise. This morning we give you respect and honor as you are our creator and provider. It is you who are omnipresent, God everywhere. It is you who are omnipotent, God with all power. It is you who are omniscient, God who knows everything. And because you know everything, we pray for your divine direction in this meeting today. We pray for our leading and guiding of our leaders, uh, uh, the council chairperson, the Honorable Ricky Template, and his honorable colleagues as they represent the citizens of their districts. We pray for our innovative president, the Honorable Cynthia Lee Shane, and her entire team as they work daily to enhance and improve the quality of life for the citizens of this great parish. But our hearts are heavy this morning as we pause uh, to remember the 21 families that lost lives, 19 children, parents who have lost children, children who have lost friends. We pray for them right now, Lord. And then, Father, this morning we pray a very special prayer for the Honorable Dino Banana in the loss of his father and my friend, Chief Les Banana. Please comfort that family as you know how. Bring them comfort, bring them peace. And this morning, may our presentations, our voices represent a spirit of unity, a spirit of cooperation. Even in our disagreements, let us not be disagreeable. May we accomplish our goals while ever operating in your spirit. Let us recognize that we are one nation, one state, one parish, all under God with liberty, justice, and the pursuit of a great quality of life for all. I pray this prayer in the worthy name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 At this time, I'd like to call up uh, the United States Coast Guard Auxiliary uh, with, the, with Mr. Raphael and his team to do it, lead us in a pledge. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Thank you very much for your service. Madam Clerk, can you take the roll, please? Is your mic not on? Now it is. Chairman Template. Present. Councilman Walker. Present. 
Councilman Edwards. Present. Councilman Bonanno. Here. And Councilman Lee is absent. Councilman Impostato. Present. Councilwoman Van Rankin. Present. Parish President Ms. Lee Shang. Yes, ma'am. And I've completed the roll. Madam President, would you like to address the council? Mr. Chairman, our emergency management con team conducted our annual assisted evacuation exercise this week, actually on Monday. So we want to thank all of our partner agencies for participating in this. Um, this is certainly to help us evacuate citizens uh, who need assistance um, if and when this, this becomes necessary. So we want to thank our emergency management team, obviously, our JPAWS, our Animal Protection and Welfare Society, um, Parks and Recreation, Fire Departments, Transit, our Public Information Office, our JPSO, West Jefferson EMS, the Alario Center staff, GOSEP, which is the Governor's Office of Homeland Security, Department of Child and Family Services, our DOTD, which is the Department of Transportation and Development, Louisiana Department of Health, the American Red Cross, and Jefferson Parish Human Services Authority. So certainly all of these agencies are critical to us being able to evacuate people in an expeditious manner if the threat is bearing down on us. We want to thank them for their time this week. In terms of Ida recovery update, we want to remind people in Lafitte and Barataria area that <clears throat> the debris needs to get to the right of way for the last pass on May 31st. So this is something we want to make sure everybody down there realizes, get your debris to the right of way by May 31st. That is the last pass. Now, if you have mud removal on your own private property, we're taking applications for that. And that application deadline is May 31st as well. And, of course, application intake for demolition <coughs> continues. We had an incredible household hazardous materials collection event this past Saturday. The final tonnage is still being um, determined, but we serviced well over 550 cars in a three-hour period. So that's a tremendous amount of materials that are not going into the regular waste stream that are being handled properly. So we want to thank everybody for their efforts on that. In terms of COVID, um, certainly there's new variants out there. We're averaging in Jefferson Parish 202 cases per day and five deaths per week. Now, we have been informed by GOSEP that our Alario Center services that we have been standing up since the beginning of COVID will close on Friday, May 27th. Uh, we have been operating the Alario Center since the beginning of the pandemic on March 21st, 2020, shortly after our first case of COVID on March 9th of 2020. The Alario Center is something that we're very proud of in this parish. It was one of the very first pilot COVID testing sites in the country when the pandemic first began. We were one of the first, and we're proud to have stood up this site and supported this site for more than two years. We need to thank the Louisiana National Guard. There are so many Guard members that have been in and out, away from their families, supporting this site. We could not have done it without them. They were always there for us. Our own emergency management team, Sarah Babcock, our CAA, and the support of the Louisiana Department of Health. Um, standing up this site for two years has been a joint, er uh, a joint effort by many agencies. Um, we have tested more than 39,000 people at that site. It was always free, as well as the vaccines. Over 5,000 vaccines were given at that site. So in the future, as we move forward without this site, uh, you can visit one of our public health units or call your local pharmacy or doctor for testing and vaccines. So the Metairie Public Health Unit is open Wednesday and Fridays from 8 to 4.30, and the Marrero Public Health Unit is open Wednesday and Thursdays from 8 to 4.30. And continue to look at covid.jeffparish.net for uh, any any relevant information. 
So Jeff Cap is launching um, a COVID mitigation initiative. This is the first time this is being done for residents who qualify. It's based on your income per household. They're going to provide what they're calling mitigation bundles, which includes take-home tests and HEPA filtration devices. So if you'd like to receive a copy, um, if you'd like to receive a COVID bundle, you can apply at one of our eight Jefferson uh, Jeff Cap Community Centers or call 736-6900 for more information. Now, we're very proud of our JPAWS director, um, Michelle Brignac. This is JPAWS, is our Jefferson Protection and Animal Welfare Services. Michelle today is speaking and was asked to speak at a national conference on animal emergency management um, to talk about animal disaster planning. Obviously, she's very experienced, um, certainly because of last year's activity and, and all the animals that they had to care for. So uh, she does also, you know, um, have a message for us that I am a pet owner and I wasn't even aware of many of these things. But as the Summer uh, and the weather gets hotter. Just remember to take care of your pets. Um, avoid going out at the hot, hottest part of the day. Always bring water with you on your walk. And it's something that, again, I don't realize as much, but your pet's paws are just as delicate as our own feet would be. So be mindful of how hot, hot the sidewalk is. She is saying get pet booties mm. for your pet. So this is a plea to make sure that your pet's paws are safe. Also, I am guilty of this, thinking that it's hot shaving down my pet to almost nothing to keep them cool, well, pets can get sunburned as well. So sometimes the longer fur actually protects from sunburn. So keep that in mind. Um, so we want to just make sure we're all good pet owners as it comes to the very hot weather. Uh, another win for us in Jefferson Parish is JPRD Wi-Fi. Um, as summer camp starts on June 6th, it's just in time. We want to thank our um, recreation department who worked with our IT department to add publicly available Wi-Fi to all 28 recreational facilities. Wi-Fi is now available in the interior buildings, meeting rooms, gymnasiums. It's even available at Johnny Jacobs Pool. In addition to our libraries as well as our seven community centers now have public Wi-Fi. This is critical, especially for people as we as education, remote learning expands for those who might not have access to high-speed broadband at home. Uh, and it's also a, a benefit when you're there taking leisure services class. Councilman Walker, we want to thank you for um, your belief in this and adding from your funds to, to get this underway. We appreciate that. Um, and again, this, was the, this funding was split between recreation, information, technology, and uh, Councilman Walker's office. So we want to thank you for that. This week we launched, and congratulations to JPRD and, and their leadership with Director Mario Bazile, our first ever JPRD mobile app. I have it on my phone, as well as an updated website and lo logo. The app is very innovative. It shows all of the events going on at your playground. They're able to push notifications, so if your children's basketball practice is delayed or there's a baseball game that is rained out, you will be able to get that straight to your phone per, per your own team. So we want to thank JPRD. Uh, we have a video on our website, um, but this is next-level kind of um, services that we're delivering to our citizens, and we want to thank Mario for his leadership on that and his whole team for doing that. Our JP Library Summer Reading Program uh, starts on June 1st. It will run until July 31st, and it's open to all ages. So we have a point system. If you read one book, if you read for an hour, or if you complete one activity, you're going to earn points. When you get five points, you can pick a prize or enter a raffle for an Amazon gift card. So reading is the key to um, a successful later career in your life. We want to make sure everybody it's available to everyone. So um, please make notice of our summer reading program, which is awards and incentive-based. We want to thank... 
our Parkways Department and the VFW Auxiliary Post 6640 for their voluntary volunteer work this past week at the Veterans Memorial this past Saturday. 20 volunteers came out to clean the monuments. The group included a 90-year-old veteran of World War II in the Korean War, as well as a 99-year-old veteran of World War War II. So um, we want to thank them, and these people continue to give to our community. So thank you for that. We will also be hosting a Memorial Day ceremony tomorrow at the Veterans Memorial, and we will be live streaming that event and putting it on all our social media um, um, channels. And then just a reminder that our offices will be closed in observance of Memorial Day on Monday, May 30th. Garbage collection will take place as scheduled. So we're wishing everybody a nice holiday weekend. Thank you. Thank you, Madam President. Is there anyone who would have any questions or comments? All right. Thank, thank you very much. Uh, the parish is on the move. Um, that brings us to a portion of uh, persons wishing to appear before the council regarding resolutions on the ad agenda or the addendum agenda. Uh, anyone who would like to speak on a resolution, please come forward, uh, state your name for the record, and please make sure your comments are germane to the topics uh, in those um, resolutions. And, sir? Frankie Hires, 509 Home Boulevard. And if you can give me a personal minute, we'll stop his time for a second. Mr. Frank, I just, I just want a clarification. Sometimes you introduce yourself as Johnny. Sometimes you introduce as Frankie. Are you Frankie and Johnny from Let Them Have It, or are you just, are you, just you know? No problem. problem. All right, just, just clarifying that, okay? All right. Um, I'm Frankie and Johnny together. Uh, What's in a name, really? Okay, I'll just, anyway, go ahead, sir. I ran as Frankie Hires. My first name is John. Frank is my middle name. Yeah, there you go. In honor of my grandfather, who who uh, gave the phrase, and away we go, to Jackie Gleason. You can Google that. Frankie hires this man who gave Gleason that phrase. There you go. Trivia. So, yeah, you know, not for nothing. In honor of them, I, I, I ran as this, and, and really it doesn't matter because anybody could be Frankie, right? So Frankie hires from 509 Humble Boulevard. We're just going to spark some curiosity, and away we'll go. So we've got 43, 44, 47, 50, 52, 59, and oh my God, 60 through 68. <laughs> we're back to this again. So regarding the taxation, that's 47 and 44 and 50, probably 52, maybe even 59. Uh, I don't think 59, but on those ones related to Lafferty Park, I spoke with Mr. Chip at the last meeting. It's not a has nothing to do with Lafferty Park per se. It's the arbitrary taxation that I have a problem with. So when we waive taxation to any of these events or any of these going-ons, we basically burden the rest of ourselves with ta uh, uh, excessive taxation. There's no free rides. So every time we exempt a district, exempt an area, uh, allow for arbitrary uh, going-ons in, in this manner, it, it needs to be opposed and it needs to be addressed. It's the reason why we formed a union, if you remember, is no taxation without representation. It must be principled. They're supposed to be tied together. With regards to, I believe, 59 or 52, I have no problem with raising the pay. The problem I have is let's reduce the administrative pay. Let's re remove it from the top end. Let's pay the cost for uh, in, uh, increasing the lower end's pay. Nobody in here is doing a more important job than a kindergarten teacher. Not one of you. Nobody cares about anything that's going on in here. Nobody's watching except the people that are making money from the going-ons in here. We got 10% turnout. 
That's everybody that you all know and that knows everybody that you all know and knows everybody that works for JEDCO or tied to JEDCO or tied to any number of the other foundations, community groups, or other organizations benefiting from the spending that you carry on in here. $84 million. 30 of that was supposed to go to landlords and renters directly. It didn't. 59, second largest parish in the state can't provide for itself. And this is with regards to personnel and everything else. The idea that we outsource our personnel to the, the colleges of a foreign parish, it's absurd. That's in our charter. Yeah, we need to seconds. fix that. 60 through 68, you know this is engineering. And you, uh, you lipstick on a pig. I mean, coastal engineering for consulting as needed, exercise some restraint. Thank you, sir, for your comments. Please state your name for the record. Al Morella, 4260 East Loyola Drive, 5th District, Kenner, 4th District, Unincorporated, Jefferson, 50 years, 36, 37, 38, 53, 69, 70, 78, 81, and 71. All change orders. We'll go with uh, 36 first. Uh, that's an increase of $255,000. Uh, that's unforeseen repairs. Uh, we'll go with uh, 37. 37 was uh, additional improvements. Uh, that that one comes to uh, about 36000 Okay? Unless I'm wrong on that figure, Ricky. 37. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, 37. I think it's a little more than that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 38 uh, is a reduction of 14,000. Okay. 53. You got 51,000 uh, and an 8,000 dollar reduction on a, another phase of the job. Okay. 53. Uh, I just gave you 53. Okay. 69, you got $72,400 increase. Uh, that could be, uh, that's delays uh, from a construction project that's going on uh, close to our project. Uh, 70, you got uh, $72,400 increase. Once again, unforeseen repairs, drainage, uh, drainage improvements. Okay. You got um, 72. Yeah, I didn't know he was back. You got 72, which is a $780,000 increase due to staff shortages and increased costs, increase in costs. Okay? Uh, you got 78. You got a $3 million uh, increase due to the uh, infrastructure and our drainage system. Uh, there's aging that needs more repair work done to it. And then 81, you got an uh, increase of $1.3 million. And uh, once again, that's uh, increased costs due to increased repairs and improvements. And I think I covered them all, Ricky. I'm, I'm assuming you did. Okay. okay. Anybody, got, anybody got any comments, any questions? Thank you. Thank you for your comments. Uh, all right, we're going to go ahead and move on with our meeting. But before, before I do so, I'd like to acknowledge that we have um, Mayor Timmy Kerner, Jr., uh, who was here for the acknowledgement of the Teacher of the Year. 
and I just want to acknowledge, Timmy, thank you for being here. Ho hopefully Lafitte's on the men's and, and coming back strong. Thank you for being here. Uh, that being said, Mod Madam Clerk, could you read item number one? A resolution selecting persons or firms interested and qualified to provide professional engineering and supplemental services for a drainage master plan for the West Bank, Council Districts 1, 2, and 3. Councilman Walker. Uh, that is BBEC with Linfield Hunter and Junius. Sorry, that's East. Sorry. That's Spoiler East. alert. Um, <laughs> the West Bank selection is BKI with Meyer Engineers. Well, you got everybody's attention. <laughs> BKI with Meyer Engineers for the West Bank. In principle. And Meyer Engineers. Okay. BKI with Meyer Engineers. And principal yeah. included in that, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, is there any objection to selection of uh, BKI, uh, Klein-Peter, or Klein-Peter, uh, as a prime, Myers, and principal, on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templet. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, item number two. A resolution selecting persons or firms interested and qualified to provide professional engineering and supplemental services for a drainage master plan for the East Bank, Council Districts 2 through 5. Councilman Walker, your selection? Is that East Bank, right? Yes. <laughs> for the East Bank, a BBEC with Linfield, Hunter, and Junius. And MSMM? Yeah, they're, they're listed underneath there. They're listed subs. Okay, so yeah. so uh, for the East Bank, are, uh, BE, BBEC, Linfield, Hunter, and Junius, and MSMM. Uh, is there any objections to selection of BBEC? MSMM Engineering and Linfield Hunter and Junius on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templin. Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, we have executive session that we'll come back to uh, in our meeting. Madam Clerk, uh, that brings us to item number six. I have a notation that item is to be canceled. Uh, a motion by Councilman Walker. Sorry, Microsoft. Motion to cancel. Is there any objection to canceling a uh, uh, motion by Councilman Walker? I'm sorry. Is there any objection to canceling the resolution of motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. That brings us to item number seven. Madam Clerk. Summary number 25913. Resub of lots B1D, B1E, B1G, and B1K, Section D, Elmwood Industrial Site Subdivision. The renunciation of a portion of a 30-foot common drive and a 30-foot service drive servitudes. And the dedication of a 75-foot access and utility servitude and the extension of a 20-foot access and utility servitude with a development agreement for the installation of sewer and water services, WS 16921. Councilman Edwards. Move to approve. Okay. All right. Okay. Is there, uh, we're now going to open uh, the public hearing on summary item number 25913. Is there anyone in favor? Please come forward. Is there anyone opposed? Please come forward. I'm sorry. Please state your name for the record. Miles Granderson. Uh, I'm representing the uh, developer here of this project. Uh, we are here just for the 
uh, resub, which is here, number seven, and then later the site plan approval, number 14. Um, this will be uh, 192 uh, units of um, uh, market rate apartments. It'll fill a void that's that we see in the parish. Uh, that we see particularly on the West Bank that will um, allow for uh, for the West Bank really to, to realize its potential a little more than what we're seeing already at this point. Um, there are uh, if we have any other questions, we're here to answer them. But uh, besides that, we're just here to say that this is a, it's a great project, and I think it will serve the West Bank well. Okay. Thank you very much. Is there anyone in opposition? Please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has arisen in opposition. I'm sorry, Councilman Edward, once again, your motion. Move to approve. Is there any objection or approval of summary item number 25913 on motion by Councilman Edwards, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. I have a notation that item number 8 will be deferred. Do we have the date that is being deferred? Okay, 29 to June 29. Councilman Bonanno. Defer. Is there any objection to deferral of item number eight, summary number 25914 to June 29, 2022, on motion by Councilman Bonanno, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, that brings us to item number nine. Summary number 25915, resub of lots NH 8H, Destrahan Division, WS 2022, Council District 2. We're now opening the public hearing on summary item number 25915. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Councilman Bonanno. Move to deny. All right. Is there any objection to the denial summary, summary item number 25915 on motion by Councilman Bonanno, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. Item number 10, ma'am. Summary number 25916, resub lots 26 through 31 square 52, Harvey Canal Subdivision, WS20521, Council District 3. All right, we'll now open the public hearing on summary item number 25916. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Uh, Councilman Template and myself will move in favor uh, in Councilman Barringley's behalf. Is there any objection to approval of summary item number 25916 on motion by Councilman Template, second by Councilman Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk. Summary number 25892, amending the official zoning map, lots 11 through 17, Oakwood Estates subdivision located at 121 through 133, Holmes Boulevard, more particularly amending the zoning classification from C1 CPZ PED to GO2 WZ122, uh, Council District 1. All right, we're now opening the public hearing on summary item number 25892. Uh, is anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Councilman Edwards. Move to deny. All right, is there any objection to the denial summary, um, summary number 25892 on motion by Councilman Edwards, second by Councilman Template? 
Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, number 12. Summary number 25917, amending the official zoning map, lots 22A and 25A square 121, South New Orleans subdivision located at 1304 11th Street, more particularly amending the zoning classification from GO2 to OW1WZ722, Council District 2. We're now opening the public hearing on docket number Summary number 25917, anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Councilman Bonanno. Ms. Martin, this is a companion item to number eight, is it not? Item 12. All right, am I on? Oh, thank you. A companion item to number eight, no, sir. No, three different items, okay. Then I'm going to move for denial, thank you. Okay, is there any objection to denial on summary item number 25917 on motion by Councilman Bonanno, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, that brings us to item number 13. Summary number 25918, amending the official zoning map, lots 26 through 30, proposed lots 26A through 30A, square 52, Harvey Canal subdivision, located in the 1800 block of Esther Street, more particularly amending the zoning classification from C1 to R1A, WZ2521, Council District 3. We're now opening the public hearing on summary item number 25918. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. On behalf of Councilman Lee, I move favorable. Is there any objection to the approval of summary item number 25918 on motion by Councilman Template, second by Councilman Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. Item number 14. Summary number 25919, approving SP. <coughs> the site plan for the core of multifamily residential development located at 2901 Bell Chase Highway on proposed lot B1M Section D Elmwood Industrial Site Subdivision bounded by Berman Highway Industry Street Canal and the Algiers Outfall Canal Council District 1. We're now opening the public hearing on summary item number 25919. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Corey Wynn, 4115 Pirates Alley Drive, Marrero. First of all, thank you, Councilman Marion Edwards, for supporting us in this and uh, working with us on this, um, as well as the rest of the council members. We can't wait to bring, you know, high-end multifamily to the West Bank, and we're here for it. We're always here for it, and we're always here to elevate the West Bank. Thank you. Right, thank you. Mr. Wynn, let me just ask you a quick question here. You're not seeking a zoning change or a variance here. The property is already properly zoned for what you're seeking a permit for. Is that correct? Correct. This is simply a site plan, plan approval? Correct. Thank you. Is anyone here in opposition? Madam Clerk, please note that no one rose in opposition. Uh, Councilman Edwards? Move to approve. Is there any objection of approval of summary item number 25919 on motion by Councilman Edwards, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. Okay. 
That brings us to item number 15. Summary number 25920, declaring lots 7A and 7B, square 47, Bonneville Place subdivision bearing previous municipal address 824 Hesper Avenue, metering no longer needed for a public purpose, and authorizing the sale of said property to Mary G. Palmer, wife of and Jerry F. Palmer, Council District 5. We're now opening the public hearing on summary item number 25920. If there's anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Please note that no one has appeared. Councilwoman Van Vranken. Move for approval. Is there any objection of approval of summary item number 25920 on motion by Councilwoman Van Rankin, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. Okay, okay, all right. Madam Clerk, we need to actually revisit item number nine as a request by Councilman Bonanno. Apparently, there's a typo on the agenda. Supposed to be a double approval, not a double denial, so I want to reconsider that item. So, so, so let me ask real fast, do I go ahead and need to ask to suspend the rules and revisit number nine? Is there any objection to suspending the rules and revisiting resolution number nine, I mean or, or ordinance number nine on the agenda? Hearing none, so ordered. We're once again uh, reopening the public hearing on summary item number... 25915 uh, for, for discussion and for anyone in favor or against. Is anyone in favor and anyone opposed? Uh, and do we need to discuss the change? No, sir. In light of the fact that there are two typos on this that says that both the planning department and the planning advisory board recommended denial and they actually recommended approval, I'm going to move for approval on this item. Okay. Is there any objection to, to the motion to approve summary item number 25915 on motion by Councilman Bonanno, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. That brings us back to the regular calendar. Madam Clerk, uh, I have a notation that item number 16 is to be deferred to 629. Sir. Okay. Uh, Councilman Bonanno, your motion? Correct. Right. Move to defer. Any objection to deferral item number 25879 to June 29, 22, on motion by Councilman Bonanno, second by Councilman Template. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, item number 17. <clears throat> Summary number 25900, amending section 2-886 of the Jefferson Parish Code of Ordinances regarding Council District Improvement Assistance Funds. And um, this ordinance does have um, amendments. In Section <coughs> 2-886B10, adding um, the language for unincorporated Jefferson Parish to be used for any lawful government purpose. And then in Section G, um, in addition to the special revenue funds identified above, there shall be an allocation of the portion of the American Rescue Plan Act funds allocated to the general fund of, the Jeff of Jefferson Parish in the total approximate amount of $84 million to the Council District Improvement Assistance Funds and shall be allocated as follows. One, the first 
$20 million from that portion of the American Rescue Plan Act funds shall be allocated to two projects, $15 million to Project 1 and $5 million to Project 2. Two, $2 million of that portion of the American Rescue Plan Act funds <coughs> allocated to the General Fund of Jefferson Parish shall be allocated in equal portions to Council at Large Division A and Council at Large Division B to be expended in accordance with the American Rescue Plan Act requirements. Three, the remainder of that portion of the American Rescue Plan Act funds allocated to the General Fund of Jefferson Parish after the dedications as stated in subsections 2-886, FG1, and FG2 above an amount of approximately $62 million shall be allocated in equal portions to council districts 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 in an amount of $12,400,000 to be expended in accordance with the American Rescue Plan Act requirements. That's it? That's it. Okay. Uh, I, I, I move uh, on amendments. Is there any objection to the adoption of amendments being brought from the floor? I mean, is there any objection to being brought? Hearing none so ordered. Is there any objection to the adoption of minutes? I mean, amendments on motion by Councilman Template, second by Councilman Walker. Hearing none so ordered. We're now opening the public hearing on summary item number 25900 as amended. Anyone wishing to speak in favor, please come forward. Anyone in opposition, please come forward. Please state your name for the record. Frankie Hires, 509 Homo Boulevard, and I believe I live in both of those districts, or divisions as it were, right? Here we have divisions that are lettered, I believe, over in the other parish that suffers to this only of two forms of government. They have numbers for their divisions, I think, right? But we suffer to letters, but I live in both Division A and B, don't I? At 509 Homo Boulevard, I live in both divisions, right? So basically, both y'all are going to be given this big old chunk of money. You can both spend it wherever you both want, on either side of this river, in any place you want, <coughs> however y'all choose. Arbitrarily. Except that you've got to abide by the American Rescue Plan's directives, prescriptions. So boy, does this like speak to exactly why it matters, right? Because that's a big chunk of money getting arbitrarily dumped into the hands of basically two districts instead of, I don't know, maybe 15 I think we'd see this distributed more equitably if we suffered to a police jury. I think we'd see it distributed more equitably if the East and West Bank had their own form of government. Because there ain't no way with paying for two separate water departments, two separate school systems, two separate everything, that this is getting done equitably. In seven hands, with $8.5 million grants for school spending, it went to seven LLCs. $1.4 million dollars for 20 kids at best per school. We could do better. This is ridiculous. I'm thrilled that, it, that I got to hear it all laid out. $12 million a district. I don't even know what district I'm in presently. Can anybody confirm that for me? We had a, we had a parish-wide election. I believe, by rule, that means I'm now in District 2. And if I'm looking at the parish attorney's email to me back and forth about just having access to what is a, a public budget or stop sign uh, studies, um, I get 20 people attached to this email. 
Most of them are all in District 2. So am I in District 2 at 509 Homo Boulevard, Precinct 75? Or am I in District 5? Mr. Bryant said I might be in District 2. That's Chief of Staff for Mr. Walker, I believe, right? Not in District 2 yet. We're still in 5. So the parish-wide election doesn't put me in District 2? Or District doesn't change that? I appreciate that. Mr. Bonanno, I want to give you my personal condolences. I worked for your brother for over a year. <clears throat> I thoroughly enjoyed the boxing culture that your, your father provided for us here in Metairie. Um, on this thing, I can't stand more in opposition. And it's because we are arbitrarily governed, both in taxation and representation, and these things are fundamental. Let's get it right. I'm going to rise up for the next two that you know of. Thank you. Al Morell, 4260 East Royola Drive, 5th District, Canada, 4th District, Unincorporated, Jefferson, 50 years. This is uh, the, the rescue plan money that we got from uh, the federal government, Ricky? Yes, sir. That we're talking about that the news article stated it was going to be divided up among the five districts? Yes, sir. And then uh, Paris President Lee Shang had a little input on the thing where she, she said uh, there was some needs parish-wide. Well, let me just say this. First of all, most of you councilmen up there in the five districts, along with the two at large, Y'all have, uh, uh, y'all represent uh, uh, municipalities that's practically the entire parish. So uh, if you all, you seven could come to some kind of consensus and uh, with, with the needs are what's more important, what's priority here along with the administration, then we could probably uh, come to some sort of agreement how this money should be should be divided up and how it should be used. Now, I understand there are pressing needs in all five districts, and they are pressing needs parish-wide. That's what we got the two at large up there for, okay? Parish president's got no vote in this, but she's definitely got a say, and she said her piece in the, in, in the advocate. So that's all I want to do is make sure that this money, one-time money, is uh, divided up and appropriated fairly for the entire parish. Anybody got any comments, any questions? Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's move on. Uh, i make a, a many comments from colleagues. Please. Councilman Impostato. Yeah, I, I want to thank the members of the, the American Rescue Plan Task Force that we put together. Um, maybe some people didn't, you know, see... Uh, what happened there and what was done in the recommendations that were provided, which are all uh, public record. But what happened is this council and the administration put together a task force that to avoid the problems that other jurisdictions had and to avoid the missteps that we believe other jurisdictions made in the expenditure of those money, uh, those funds. And what we got back from that group was that there were tons of great projects that were presented, but ultimately that group came forward with recommendations to restrict the usage of those funds to transformational, move-the-needle type projects that have an opportunity to change the face of this parish. And I, I'm very excited that um, I see, you know, two major areas, um, the area near Zephyr Field um, that has an opportunity to really change its face in partnership with um, the state and um, other organizations potentially 
uh, to change that area and transform that area in a way that's needed. Also in the West Bank at the Ilario Center. But then within each district, um, and uh, each of the council members, uh, the district council members were quoted as to various projects. Um, I certainly won't step on anybody else's toes, but I can tell you um, what was said, the things that were presented to that committee in all the five districts have an opportunity to change the face of the parish with one-time money, without recurring additional expenses, without creating additional burdens on the parish for years to come where we would not have revenues to meet it. So I believe this satisfies that. I can speak for District 4 and say our major initiative is going to be blight eradication. Uh, as far as the municipalities, the comment that was made, uh, one of the challenges there, and many of the municipalities made their own presentations to the committee, they also got their own funding. So the city of Kenner, for example, uh, made, made a pitch for uh, the, the prior administration or the outgoing administration um, made some pitches for funding. Well, it turns out they were awarded millions and millions of dollars of American rescue money. Um, unfortunately, the accountants are going to have to now go find it. But um, that's, that's upsetting. But nonetheless, the fact is what we cannot do, we have needs at the parish level that have to be dealt with. And... Um, there are opportunities to help municipalities as needed, but they did, the majority of them got their own funding and made their own applications, which is good, and they have needs to be served, uh, that can be served. And so uh, I'm happy to see the way this distribution has taken place. I believe it provides substantial funding to change the face of District 4 and the other districts, uh, and also to achieve the purposes for which the money was provided by the federal government. So thank you, Parish President, and your administration for your help, um, all council members and the members of that task force, uh, not the least of which um, is Mike Quigley behind me, who served as the chairman of that task force, um, Brett Lawson from Councilman Templet's office, um, and everyone involved, really, um, all the council officers participated, and I think we've got a good product now. Thank you, Council Chairman. Thank you, Councilman Empastada. Uh, I yield to Councilman Walker. I, I just want to add that you know, anytime you undergo a process like this, there is an instant distrust of government and what's going to be done with the money. And I've read things that have been said. It's going in people's pockets, which is really hard to do in government today. Um, people are being paid off. <laughs> I can assure you that's not the case in, in any of this. And a lot of conversations were had. If anybody thinks this was done quickly and without, without a lot of uh, examination of the issues, they're sorely mistaken. This was so much thought and so much communication was put into this amongst the council members and amongst the administration to try and do the right thing, to make sure that Jefferson Parish was a better place on the back end of the pandemic than it was going into the pandemic, to really do some transformative things. And the, the reality is that anything transformative, transformative that we're going to do as a parish falls within a council district. So each district council person has grand ideas for what they want to do with this money in their district. And they can't do whatever they want. It's got strict provisions on how the money needs to be spent. And they all have ideas for it. You've seen some. They've shared some. More will be revealed at another time as, as projects come to fruition. And the big transformative things that, that we're looking at from a parish-wide level that Councilman Impostado uh, alluded to, Zephyr Stadium and the uh, Alerio Center, are two of our, our prime venues in Jefferson Parish that are extremely underutilized and can bring so much more to our parish. When you look at the, the Zephyr Stadium site, it's probably the most valuable and most underutilized piece of property on the East Bank, certainly, arguably, the entire uh, parish. So to be able to ultimately, in the next several years, transform that site 
into a true entertainment, sports, and recreation destination, not just for soccer or for rugby, but for high school football games, for Saints scrimmages and practices, for concerts, to bring up a hotel in that area, to bring up a restaurant in that area, to really, truly revitalize that area between David Drive and the end of the Saints facility and make it a destination for people all across Jefferson Parish. And then to upgrade the Alario Center, which is outdated in so many ways, and to do what we need to do there to make it attractive for events, Mardi Gras balls, basketball tournaments, volleyball tournaments, whatever needs to come there so we can compete and make these places attractive. Those are the two biggest things that were already standing that we could put some of this money towards to amplify its presence in our parish and really do some great things and try and drive big things into Jefferson Parish. And that is the way we're looking at it. And that's the, the plan from where we sit. And look, th there's a lot that can change between now and when it goes forward. Uh, plans don't always come to fruition the way you'd like them to. But that's where it stands now. We hope that as a council, we're, we're doing the right things for the parish. And I really believe through all the conversations we've had uh, and some of the concessions that were made and some of the promises that were made and some of the things that we've done to, to really get this done um, are going to be for the, the benefit of the parish. And I really uh, commend everybody up here for doing what, what we did to, to make sure we did this the right way as best that we could. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else would like to comment? Are we good? All right. Thank you very much. Uh, we have a motion now by Councilman Templer to approve. Uh, is there any objection to the approval of summary item number 25900 as amended or motion by Councilman Templet, second by Councilman Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. Congratulations. Uh, item number 18. Number 25921, amending the code, Chapter 16, Garbage and Other Solid Waste, Article 1, Section 16.6, Solid Waste Transportation. We're now opening the public hearing on summary item number 25921. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Councilman Walker. Move to approve. Is there any objection of approval of summary item number 25921 on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templet? Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, that brings us to item number 19, and we have no amendments. No, sir, no. Uh, which is, summary we ought to be praised, right? Anyways, that's it. Go ahead. <laughs> Two five nine two two amending the twenty twenty two operating budget. All right, we're now open the public hearing on summary item number two five nine two two. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Frankie Hires, five nine Home Boulevard. I rise in approval. I'm thrilled to hear that. Town's picking you, and you heard that, right? Okay. Way to go. All right. Anyone else? Madam Clerk, please note that no one has appeared in opposition. Councilman Walker, your motion? Move to approve. Right. Is, is there any objection of the adoption of summary item number 25922 on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, that brings us to the capital budget, which once again has no amendments. Madam Clerk? Five nine two three, amending the 2022 capital budget. Uh, we're now opening a public hearing 
on summary item number 25923. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Thank you, Hires, rising in favor of it, uh, but also to remind you that uh, Jefferson said, let no more be heard about a confidence in man, but bind him down from his mischief by the chains of the Constitution. I have no faith in that American Rescue Plan outcome. Councilman Walker, your motion? Approved. All right, is there any objection of approval of summary item number 25923 on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templin? So moved. Madam Clerk, that brings us to resolutions from the floor. Councilman <clears throat> Templin. I believe I have none. Councilman Walker. In a meeting? I move to approve, sorry. No. Spaced out. You, you lost me for a second. Do you have any resolutions from the floor? Yes, I do. I have one. Okay. I'm just moving ahead to approve it. <laughs> sorry about that. Do you want, would you like me to yes, read Yes, please read it. A resolution amending resolution number 139360 to remove the solicitation <clears throat> of a nationwide Medicare Advantage plan that includes a pharmacy plan, a dental benefit, and a vision benefit for Medicare eligible retirees and dependents beginning January 1, 2023 and ending December 31, 2023. Is there any objection for this resolution being brought from the floor? Hearing none so ordered. We now open the public hearing regarding such resolution being brought from the floor. Is there anyone in favor or opposition? Please come to the mic and express so. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Councilman Walker? Move to approve. Is there any objection to adoption of resolution brought from, brought from the floor from Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templin? Hearing none so ordered. Councilman Impostato. I have one. What was that? Is that the one? For the uh, polling. For the polling place, right, because the, the health care was done. Good. Yeah, please read that one. A resolution changing the polling <clears throat> place for precincts 051, 058, and 059 in Jefferson Parish, Louisiana, Council District 4. Is there any objection to this resolution being brought from the floor? Hearing none so ordered, we will now open a public hearing on such resolution. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Councilman Impostata. Uh, so moved, and just for reference what this is, uh, we've had a few conflicts over the last couple of years with elections occurring and using Lafanier Park as a polling station, conflicting with either Christmas in the Lights or other events. So while some of these polling places might even actually be moved technically outside of District 4, they'll be more convenient, and we won't have any of those conflicts anymore. So thank you. Is there any objection to adoption of such resolution brought from the floor on motion by Councilman Impostata, second by Councilman Templin? Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk. Councilwoman Van Ryan. Yes, ma'am. I have one if you can read that. Yes, ma'am. A resolution reappointing Ms. Pat LeBlanc to the Metairie Business Development District Board representing Council District 5 for a five-year term beginning June 1, 2022. Is there any objection to this resolution being brought from the floor? Hearing none so... I'm sorry, hearing none. Hearing none so ordered. Uh, we're now open to public hearing on such resolution being brought from the floor. If anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note that no, no one has appeared. Councilwoman Van Rankin. 
Move for approval. Okay, is there any objection to the adoption of resolution, resolution being brought from the floor by Councilwoman Van Branken, second by Councilman Templin? Hearing none, so ordered. Councilman Edwards. I have none. Councilman Bonanno. Do I need to move for approval? Would you read it for me, please? <laughs> a resolution amended, <clears throat> resolution number 139634, which approved the contract between the Parish of Jefferson and Kuhig Partners, LLC, to provide legal services to opine if a public benefit corporation can be used for the Hope Haven campus. Is there any objection to this resolution being brought from the floor? Hearing none, so ordered. We'll now open a public hearing on such resolution. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Councilman Bonanno. Move for approval. Is there any objection to adoption of resolution being brought from the floor by Councilman Bonanno, second by Councilman Templin? Hearing none, so ordered. All right, that brings us to consent agenda uh, number one. Let's see, we have uh, items number 22 to 51 uh, and pulling items number 27. So is there any objections to the adoption of item number f items number 22 through 51 while pulling items number 27 to be moved to special district section on agenda? Uh, in Globo on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templin. Hearing none, so ordered. That, that brings us to item number 52. Which would bring us to consent agenda I, uh, number two. Uh, I have a notation to defer item number 52. Is that correct? Um, let's see. So we're going to first move to, um, I guess I'm going to move on behalf of Councilman Lee. Yes, sir. Because he is not here. Is there any objections to deferring resolution uh, number 52 to June 29, 2022, on motion by Councilman Template, second by Councilman Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. That brings us to items 53 to 95, okay, uh, and we're going to defer items 57 and 58 out of that. That's correct? That's, that's new notes. Is there any objection to the adoption of items 53 through 95 and pulling items and deferring items number 57 and 58 to June 15, 2022? in Globo on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template. Hearing none, so ordered. So that would bring us to item number 96 on the agenda, which would be our addendum agenda, correct? Yes, sir. <clears throat> Okay, uh, I have a notation that uh, we're going to read number one. Um, item number one on the addendum agenda has an amendment, and the amendments um, are as follows. A, it's a resolution accepting the lowest responsible bid of Han <coughs> Enterprises, and the amendments are to add 
the words um, playground behind Johnny Jacobs and M.L. King and to remove um, language and to add Han Enterprises Incorporated. Uh, a whereas is being removed and another is being added and the added whereas is the project is designated as sales tax exempt and the recreation department is requesting approval to execute the designation of construction contractor as agent of a governmental entity and sales tax exemption certificate for Han Enterprises Incorporated. <clears throat> um, and that's all of the amendments that I have. Okay, motion by template to uh, adopt. Is there any objections to the adoption of resolution as amended on motion by Councilman Template, second by Councilman Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. That brings us to where uh, in global items number two to 11 on the addendum agenda. The resolution as amended. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's go back to that. I have to correct. Uh, is there any ad objection to the to adoption of resolution as amended on motion by template, second by Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. Okay, is there any objection to adoption? of um, amended ag addendum agenda items number two through 11 in Globo on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templin. Hearing no, hearing no so ordered, I have a notation that Councilman Impostata would like a personal privilege on item number seven on the addendum agenda. Uh, yeah, she, she's not, while she's not here, uh, former County Councilwoman Maria DeFranchis has agreed to serve um, as Jefferson Parish representative, one of Jefferson Parish's representatives on the RTA board, um, the RTA services the city of Kenner. And uh, so I just wanted to thank her um, and thank the parish president for uh, nominating her to serve in that capacity. Uh, I know public transit um, has been a, a passion for her when she was served on the Kenner Council previously. So um, I'm sure she'll help us and inform us more than we probably ever cared um, to, to be informed. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. thank you. Thank you, Parish President. And uh, thank you, Council Members, for supporting her nomination in that regard. Thank you for your comments. Uh, Madam Clerk, that brings us to special districts. Mr. Chairman, if I could. Okay. Under yes. your approval, um, we want to thank the council on approval of number 79. This is approving uh, Ms. Victoria Wood Landrew to the position of Director of Government, Governmental and Ethics Compliance. So if I could have, have her stand up, Victoria. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for that. I think we all had the opportunity to meet her, so looking forward to working with you. Addendum agenda items uh, 12 through 17 are special districts. Correct. So we need to do each one. Okay. Item number 12. A resolution authorizing a contract with Transformix to replace core components of the networking infrastructure for the Jefferson Parish Communication District's Kenner and Gretna sites at a cost not to exceed $4,715.65. Councilman Walker. Move to approve. Is there any objection to the adoption of resolution or motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templin? Hearing none, so ordered. 13. 
resolution to enter into an annual maintenance agreement with Motorola to provide annual network maintenance system monitoring and local troubleshooting repair for all radio consoles and network infrastructure located at the primary 911 center located at 910 Third Street in Gretna. This renewal will cost an amount not to exceed $108,960.32 annually. Councilman Walker, a motion? Move to approve. Is there any objection to adoption of resolution or motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none so ordered. 14. A resolution approving a cooperative endeavor agreement between Joseph P. Lepento III in his capacity as sheriff of the parish of Jefferson and Jefferson Parish Communications District to continue dispatching law enforcement and EMS dispatch services from the Jefferson Parish Communication District. Councilman Walker, your motion? Move to approve. Is there any objection to adoption of resolution or motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. No, item number 15, ma'am. A resolution approving a cooperative endeavor agreement between Joseph P. Lepinto III in his capacity as Sheriff of the Parish of Jefferson and the Jefferson Parish Communications District to provide for personnel cooperation for the district. Councilman Walker, your motion? Move to approve. Is there any objection to adoption of resolution or motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. Item number 16, Madam Clerk. Resolution approving a cooperative endeavor agreement between Joseph P. Lepinto III in his capacity as Sheriff of the Parish of Jefferson and the Jefferson Parish Communications District to provide for personnel cooperation for the district. And uh, that person is Mary Dufresne. Councilman Walker, your motion? Move to approve. Is there any objection to adoption of resolution or motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. Number 17. A resolution approving a cooperative endeavor agreement between Joseph P. Lepinto III in his capacity as Sheriff of the Parish of Jefferson and the Jefferson Parish Communications District to provide for the services of the training coordinator and quality assurance quality control manager for the district. Councilman Walker. Move to approve. Is there any objection, adoption of resolution or motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, this is item number 27 that we, we attended, I mean, uh, we moved out of the agenda, out of order, number 27. Yes, sir. Um, a resolution authorizing the advertisement for sealed bids. Excuse me, I, I need to get a new version. Um, for sealed bids for improvements to 1801 Gretna Boulevard in accordance with the plans and specifications prepared by NY Associates Incorporated and designating this project as sales tax exempt. And in um, paragraph under now, therefore, be it resolved by the Jefferson Parish Council, the governing authority of Fire Protection District Number 6 of the Parish of Jefferson, State of Louisiana. Councilman Bonanno. Move approval. Is there any objection to adoption of resolution or motion by Councilman Bonanno, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, that's item number 97 now? Yes, sir. And the regular agenda?
a resolution authorizing the purchasing department to advertise for submittals of statements of qualifications from qualified firms interested in providing actuarial and consulting services for Jefferson Parish, Jefferson Parish Hospital Service District 1, and the Jefferson Parish Hospital Service District 2. Councilman Walker, your motion? Move to approve. Is there any objection of the adoption of resolution on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template. Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, that brings us to new business, which I have none. Status reports of uh, persons wishing to appear before the Council on special subject matters. Please na state your name for the record, and you will have three minutes. Al Morella, 4260 East Royal Drive, 5th District, Kenna. 4th District Gun Incorporated, Jefferson, 50 years. Campaign contribution from the last meeting, $47,800. Top five benefactors, Councilman Walker, Councilman Template, Councilman Bonanno, Councilman Impostado. Tied for fifth place, Councilman Edwards and Parish President Lee Shang. Governor John Bell Edwards, I'm demanding your resignation effective immediately. And now uh, a top-ranking official, uh, NOPD officer in New Orleans, who's being investigated for double-dipping at the behest of your good friend Cedric Richmond, you appointed this individual to the State Trooper Disciplinary Board. When the State Trooper Agency right now is going through one of its biggest scandals in the history of the agency. Representative Clay Sheck Snyder, Speaker of the House, I'm demanding your resignation effective immediately for the little caper you tried to pull with the Pentagon barracks. And the follow-up with House Bill 756 to serve your own best interests. And then to cut the budget of the Department of Administration, $3.3 million, because Mr. Doran followed protocol and followed the law. Now, Kyle Audrion. I'm demanding your resignation effective immediately as well. This is not the first time with you. You allow people to run for office that's got an 11 count indictment hanging over their head for the top prosecutor in the city of New Orleans, a person to run for mayor who at the time owed $100,000 to the IRS and unpaid uh, uh, income taxes. And in 2019, you see fit to disqualify me for absolutely no reason, all because I got no taxable income and I'm not required to file a federal return or a state return. So shame on you, either you just that incompetent or you running a, a game, a, a double standard game up there. Yeah, 40 seconds. Okay, now tomorrow, Ken observes Memorial Day in its makeshift council chamber in the old Macy's building. The public is invited. Everybody down here is invited to come. I hope to see you all there. Anybody got any comments, any questions? Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Al. <clears throat> Please state your name for the record, and you have three minutes. Good afternoon. My name is Clayton Cancellosi. Um, of course, you guys know who I am. And uh, here to... Pull the microphone. There you go. Here to address the council on... Uh, 
Something a little different than what we normally do, and uh, I'm not here to ream you guys out today. I'm here to ask something that my constituents throughout the parish of the work that I do for the parish and the people of the parish ask me to find a conclusion on. Um, you know, we're dealing with uh, ever-increasing gas prices today, and the cost of living people are fighting just to... Um, Get to and from work. I mean, instead of people calling in sick to work, now we're a dollar away from people calling in out of gas. And with the out of shortage, with the, sh the, the shortage of labor today, we need to figure out a problem how to fix this. Now, looking and doing my research, we don't have gas price, uh, a gas tax here in Jefferson Parish. So a way to maybe subsidize this and something council needs to look into this is possibly doing a food tax break, a holiday the residents. That three and a half percent, no, it's not a whole lot, but that three and a half percent might mean a world to some people. That might buy an extra pack of macaroni for kids, uh, for, especially during the summer holidays while kids are home. That might buy an extra box of noodles, anything. And so, you know, coming from, you know, I'm not a wealthy guy. Come from, I came from a poor family. My dad had 21 brothers and sisters. So I know what it's like. To, I grew up not in the biggest, you know, having a lot of money. My dad came up poor. I mean, I made something of myself and, and doing something about it. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it's, I know what it's like to live from paycheck to paycheck. And this is not hurting the poor because the poor gets food stamps. It's our middle class. Our middle class residents are the ones that's hurting. And so we need to figure out a way to help our community. This is not about helping Clayton Cangelosi. This is not about helping any one person. This is about helping our community and giving us a break. You know, we're, we're, we're quick to tax everybody. Well, let's give ourselves a tax break, maybe for a period, maybe July, August, September, uh, the summer months. Let's give our kids, give, give our families a break. So this 3.5% is, you know, not going to kill the parish. We can take this from other money. I mean, the feds just gave us a bunch of money. Maybe we could use that to subsidize. We're not getting it from Taco Bell Edwards and dictator Biden. So we're, we, we're, we, we need help and we need to act. And so I'm act, asking our parish president and I'm asking the council, Ricky Templet, I would like to sit down as the council chair and meet with you on this and figure out a way how we can move forward to give our residents a tax break. Thank you. Any questions? Oh, by the way, I do have a petition going around. It's being signed. We have an electronic version of this, and I have about 100 people doing um, with the paper version. And so we're getting these signatures, and it's going very well uh, as we speak. Time so, is up. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Please state your name for the record, and you will have three minutes, sir. Frank Geyers, 509 Homer, Jefferson Parish. Uh, only a couple of girlfriends ever called me Johnny, so I know I never introduced myself as Johnny. <laughs> that being said, the piano dude, a foolish barefoot Dallas, I'm here just to, to basically uh, spark that curiosity, right? And then trust me, away I will go to repairing pianos and you will not hear from me again as soon as I can find that person. Once somebody gets a taste for what I'm talking about, I won't have to do this. You'll get it and you won't be able to stop yourselves. Jefferson said this. He said the good sense of the people will always be found to be the best army. They may be led astray for a moment, but they will soon correct themselves. I'm pretty sure they had a really long sense of time back then because we've been led astray for a long time. That's why we suffer for this illegitimate form. This five plus two only exists in these two parishes. 
Ain't nobody bragging about the former government. He says, if we're found lacking, if I find them lacking for the enlightenment required to exercise our control with a wholesome discretion, the solution is not to take it from them, but to inform their, their discretion. Right? So that's what I got to do here. We left off on, on uh, established justice. And I would move on to domestic tranquility, but uh, we got to revisit a couple things. The reason we did this was uh, principally about taxation and representation. Nobody really cared about those principles. Nobody was getting beat up by the king enough. Nobody was suffering enough to uh, tranquility or, or common defense. King handled that, just not fairly when it came to the costs. So we're going to have to revisit that. And that's why I bring it up at every time when we're talking about how we're going to amend budgets and and move money from one place to another and take it from in one way from one place and in a different way from another, right? But established justice, right, there's basically really only a need for four laws. And if we really had a faith in our judicial system, we'd only have four laws, and we'd make sure that we always revisited that. We'd reduce this so we didn't suffer for 28,000 statutes that are arbitrarily enforced. Arbitrarily enforced, right? Because a cop can only do so much. So what is there? There's murder, assault, theft, and reckless endangerment. If you can come up with another law, I'd like to hear it. Right now we're suffering in this parish, most recently, to this reckless driving that I was speaking about for a year now. Another kid just ran over on Clearview in Fairfield. That's a residential area over there off of West Esplanade. I know it well. Right on the fringe between District 4, District 5, right? Nobody's paying attention over there. Why? Because there's only seven of you. Two of you represent two, or four of you represent two districts. Four of you live in two districts. The majority of you live in two districts. That means 180,000 people are making decisions on how to tax and appropriate for the benefit of 440,000. It's not speeding, it's reckless driving. You haven't been elected to be leaders, you're public servants. The road to blank is paved with good intentions. So we could go big or we could go home. We could get the best bang for the buck. Yeah, I'm sorry, sir. You're out of time. In seven hands, that ain't getting it done. Thank you for your time. We'll see you next. Thank you. All right, Madam Clerk, then we're moving on to the next item of introductions of ordinance for in summary. Resub of Lot 4G Colonial Farm Subdivision. Resub of Lots L1 and L2 Square 14 Jefferson Heights Subdivision and a portion of a 10-foot strip reserved for water and drainage adjacent to the line of Jefferson Heights Subdivision. Resub of Lots 1 through 9 Square A Airline Vista Subdivision. Resub of Lots 1A and 8A Square 6 Upstream Subdivision. Amending the official zoning map, Lot 4G Colonial Farm Subdivision, Proposed Lots 4G1 um, through 4G5 Colonial Farm Subdivision, located at 142 Save Road, more particularly amending the zoning classification from R3 um, to R2. Amending Ordinance Number 26243 that approved Docket number SP-121 for variance, variances to the area regulations, parking regulations, landscape and buffer regulations, sign regulations, and regulations for fences of the C2 General Commercial 
Zone 4 and outdoor storage facility located at 4929 Airline Drive on Lot 3A, Square 21, Section A, Bridgedale Subdivision. An ordinance submitted under docket number SP922 approving a requested variance to the off-street parking regulations for a vape shop located at 1319 Veterans Boulevard on Lot N, Square 14, Old Homestead Subdivision. An ordinance to amend ordinance number 14796, the pay plan for the classified service of Jefferson Parish to revise the class title of Alario Center Marketing Sales Associates to Alario Center Events Coordinator. An ordinance to amend ordinance number 14796, the pay plan for the classified service of Jefferson Parish to revise the pay grade assignment for the class of sign designer. An ordinance amending ordinance number 26033 passed on July 22, 2020, granting a non-exclusive fran franchise agreement to Bell South Tele Telecommunications <coughs> Incorporated doing business as AT&T Louisiana to construct, maintain, and operate its U-verse video service in connection with an integrated internet protocol enabled broadband platform of voice data and video services within the public rights of way of unincorporated Jefferson Parish as provided in and governed by chapter 35.5 of the code and permitting procedures of the parish of Jefferson to change the expiration of the agreement from May 31, 2022 to December 31, 2022. An ordinance amending the 2022 operating budget of Jefferson Parish, an ordinance amending the 2022 capital budget of Jefferson Parish. That's all of the items I have to read into summary. Is there any objection to the adoption of ordinances being read in the summary by, on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none so ordered, that brings us back to executive session. Madam Clerk, could you please read the executive session items? Item number three, a resolution authorizing the council to go into executive session to discuss legal matters concerning the lawsuit entitled Celeste Sadlamachia versus East Jefferson General Hospital at all, 24th JDC number 763537, Division L. Councilman Walker. Move to approve. Is there any objection of the adoption of resolution on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. A resolution authorizing the council to go into executive session to discuss legal matters concerning Morris Sapier CCMSI claim 09G57Y222484 and to provide for related matters. Councilman Walker. Move to approve. Is there any objection to the adoption of resolution on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. And a resolution authorizing the council to go into executive session to discuss legal <coughs> matters concerning Donna Loga, CCMSI claim 21G57J927207. Councilman Walker. Move to approve. Is there any objection to adoption of resolution on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. That's it. Well, we're now in executive session. All right, everybody, we're going to reconvene after executive session. Madam Clerk.
a resolution authorizing a settlement in Celeste South Telemachia versus East Jefferson General Hospital et al., 24th JDC, number 763537, Division L. Is there any objection on motion by Councilman Walker and second by Councilman Template and moving in favorable of such resolution? Hearing none, so ordered. A resolution authorizing a settlement in Morris Sapier CCMSI claim number 09G57Y222484. Is there any objection to moving uh, favorable on such resolution on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. A resolution authorizing a settlement in Donna Loga. CCMSI claim number 21G57J927207. Is there any objection moving favorable on such resolution or motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. This brings us to the important part of our meeting. Uh, first of all, make sure everybody has uh, a special Memorial Day weekend. Um, Mr. Al's raising his hand. Mr. Al, don't be a spoiler. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry I left off the time for tomorrow morning, uh, Ricky, okay. at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. in Ken the Makeshift City Hall in the Macy's Building, okay. Esplanade Mall. Uh, th th all, all are welcome. Thank you. And happy Memorial Day. Uh, other, any other than that, any objections to a motion by all to adjourn? Hearing none, so ordered. Have a nice one. <clears throat>